Thanks for tuning in to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. It would mean the world to us if you could help us spread the gospel message of Jesus by subscribing to, sharing, and leaving a review on this podcast. We are believing to see thousands saved locally and millions globally. Thanks and enjoy this week's message. Today, uh, we are starting a brand new series and we're going to talk about uh, vision. And not just a, a, a vision, we're going to talk about Jesus' vision for us as his children, as his followers, as his disciples. We're going to talk about what, what the life of a Christian should look like. Not the life of a Christian that we got used to here in American culture or whatever you are at watching from whatever culture you're watching from whatever country you're watching from because oftentimes what happens is that we we take the gospels and we we, we take the gospel we take the word of God and we filter it through our experiences we filter the word of God through our culture through our uh, way of doing things and we try to fit it and mend it and sometimes by doing that we we um we instead of trying to make it relative we we we, we move away from the the center of the gospel which is to preach the gospel share our faith and to make disciples of all nations and so for next several weeks we will be talking about um, the vision that God has for his church the vision that God how how Jesus intended church to be how Jesus saw you and me as his follower as his disciples what is he expecting from you and I and what is he looking from us as a, a, a disciple a true disciple of Jesus Christ and today will be a first installment or first message and I'm gonna open it up with talking about vision receiving the vision of Jesus and I've, I've I've named it master key vision and the reason why I call this uh, this small talk a master key vision is because every other vision in our life needs to revolve around this vision every other vision in our life whether it be for our finances for our family for marriage for our business for uh, your career uh, whatever it might be it it revolves around this central vision of Jesus in our life if we are true Christians and disciples of Jesus Christ and I believe that this vision that Jesus has for us is a master key that will help us unlock the individual mandate that Jesus has for us the individual calling within the vision of Jesus that he has for us and so I want us to I want us to just kind of look at few stories from the Bible or a story from the Bible and a few scriptures and I want us to renew our mind refocus ourselves and get a new determination to live a life such a life life in alignment with the vision that God has for his church and for those that truly follow him amen church open with me with mark uh with mark to chapter 10 verse 46 to 52. <clears throat> it's the story of a blind Bartim, uh, Bartimaeus and it starts from verse 46 and goes like this now the, 
now they came to Jericho Jesus and the disciples and and he went out uh, and he went out he went out of Jericho with his disciples and great multitude blind Bartimaeus the son of Timaeus sat by the road begging and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth he was begging to begin to cry out and say Jesus son of David have mercy on me then many warned him to be quiet and he cried out all the more son of David have mercy on me so Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called then he called the blind then they called the blind man saying to him be of good cheer rise he's calling you it's interesting that if you follow a crowd uh, crowd is, is like a like a wave in the sea it, it it comes and goes just a verse earlier they were telling him to be quiet and shut up and not to disturb anybody and next verse they're calling him and saying hey cheer up why are you so sad why are you so down uh jesus wants to see you so we never can rely on on our surroundings and what society or our culture sets for us we always have to be attentive to the voice of Jesus anyways <clears throat> verse 50 this goes like this and throwing aside his garment he rose and came to Jesus so Jesus answered and said to him what do you want me to do for you and the blind man said to him Rabuni that I may receive my sight then Jesus said to him go your way your faith has made you well and immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. <clears throat> immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Life without vision is life without purpose. Life without vision is a life walking around the mountain. Life without vision is a life uh of of um no direction it's limited it's it's constantly revolving around the same thing it's dull it's gray it has no 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 purpose we were created as human beings to to carry a purpose in our life and to day in and day out not just to exist but to work through uh, and progress into a certain direction into in within the calling that Jesus has for uh, that the God has uh, has for us but humanity we, we we have fallen back through the fall of Adam and Jesus came and he restored us and he gave us he renewed our purpose and he has given us even a greater purpose and vision to live for life without a life without vision without sight is a life that is not it's not healthy we read from the story of Bartimaeus Bible um, in a verse in a verse 52 it says that go your way your faith has made you well and his sight was restored life without vision without sight is a life that is not complete there is a life that is not well life that is uh, it, it has deficiency some when our body has deficiencies we don't feel well 
Same thing is our spiritual and our emotional life. When we don't have a vision, when we don't have sight, when we don't have a clear purpose and clear goal, what we're living for, we will not feel well within our soul. We will not feel, we will not be healthy in our spirit. We will always feel like we're missing something. We will always feel like we are aimless. We're, we're just existing. Life will be dull. Life will be boring. And, and, and we will struggle we will struggle with meaning of life. Why am I living? What is the purpose for my existence? What, what do I do? What I was created for? What should I be doing? Because life without sight, without vision, without purpose is life that's meaningless and life that is deficient and sick. And so we see when, when, when Bartimaeus, he received his sight, Bible says he became well. I believe truly down in my spirit and I experienced it many times myself where 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 I would get caught up in different things where I would get caught up, caught up in different issues of life and get busy and stray away from the purpose and true true purpose and meaning that Jesus and true calling that Jesus has for me I would find myself later questioning why I exist what am I doing what is this all for and and, and, and you feel deficient in your life and in your spirit. But when you have purpose, the purpose of Jesus, that the true, um, then you have a true meaning in life and you feel good. You feel like you're living on purpose and you feel like you have a, you, you're looking forward to the next day to live. And so we need to embrace the vision, to embrace the purpose and to embrace the, the, the goal that God that Jesus has for us vision of Jesus for me is very simple vision of Jesus for you is is very simple it's recorded in all um, gospels of in all in all four gospels uh, of New Testament and it's the last verses of, of uh, every chapter of the gospels and it summarizes down to really a uh, few things it's sharing your faith after you believe in Jesus and be, be intentional about it. It's being a disciple of Jesus and becoming a disciple maker. That's all that it comes down to. It's sharing your faith. It's being a disciple of Jesus, being a follower of Jesus Christ. And it's becoming a disciple maker. Jesus said to his disciples, follow me and I will make you catchers of men. I will make you a disciple maker. I believe according to the scripture that every Christian, that every believer at some point in his life has to come to the point where he is a disciple maker. What does that mean? That means that you have an ability to help somebody. You develop an ability to help somebody to coach them through life, to take them through the steps that you've gone through, through the growth process that you've gone through with Jesus, to help them get closer to Jesus as you have done. To become a person like a coach, almost like a life coach that you can alongside with you bring them and grow to help them to grow in Jesus. This becoming a disciple maker. Jesus said, that go into all the world, preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out the demons. Um, and he said, and make disciples of all nations. I want to underline that this is not a, 
a great suge suggestion. This is a great commandment to you and I. If you want to take your Christian life seriously, if you are, if you take in your walk with Jesus seriously, if you believe the words that Jesus spoke, then I don't see this as an optional and I don't think you should see it as an optional to make to set a goal to work towards being a disciple maker. That means first and foremost that you have to start by being intentional of sharing your faith. Right now it's, 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 it's simple. It's uh, while we're still in quarantine some, some places is beginning to be easy, uh, some restrictions being e uh, easier now than in other places but it's maybe sharing a broadcast right now. This is now the form of, of evangelism. Texting somebody, tagging somebody on this broadcast. Hey tune in, watch and come to the church as we go back to normal way of life this is going to be a, your this should become your daily uh, goal is who can I share the gospel the gospel is simple it's a good news who I can share good news today with who I can encourage to, uh, today who can I who can I uplift their spirit today who I can pray for healing today who I can just let them know just being a witness what is a witness sharing what you saw what you heard what Jesus did for you or what you heard Jesus did uh, to other for others and others and and be a person that intentionally shares their faith but not just stopping there I think for in our church because we uh, in hungry gen church we talk a lot about it we 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 encourage a lot of people it became a culture I think a lot of people in church um, right now they they uh, understand that this is a, a, a kind of way of life this is a way of Christian life is to become uh, evangelical on purpose meaning sharing the faith uh, every place you go whether it's a gym whether it's your workplace whatever whatever place and I, I think for most part at least specifically in our church and just speaking for Hangu Jian Church we have kind of have this idea in forefront of our mind and to the best of our abilities we try to take opportunities to do it and for those of us that, that are watching outside and and um elsewhere this should be our our purpose and our goal but oftentimes I see that even in our church that people just stop at that point stop at that level and they're not willing to go further to be a disciple of Jesus what does that mean what does that look like practically in our church uh, in your church to be a disciple of Jesus that's simply to to take his word and apply it into your life that also means to get him plugged in into the home group it's getting plugged in it's coming around other believers and 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 growing in the character of Jesus it's becoming a person that knows the word that reads the word that studies the word that has a person that that develops a christian discipline of prayer of giving of fasting that's becoming a disciple of jesus disciple of jesus meaning doing what jesus did and jesus prayed he fasted he he read the scripture he visited the temple and read the scripture he went to church if i can put it this way and uh, being disciple of jesus means uh surrounding yourself in being in a home group surrounding yourself with other believers and growing in character and allowing the fruit of the spirit to be developed within us that's what it means being a disciple and I think for a good portion of our church good portion of people that are watching those people that are, that are watching right now to some degree in one degree you are 
plugged in 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 a home group and you're trying to you, you you're trying to be and, and and be a disciple of Jesus and I congratulate you you you've gone a step further than majority of people the most people those of you that are not involved in a home group I encourage you as, as a Christian as a true follower of Jesus because you either believe the full gospel everything that Jesus said or you don't believe at all so if Jesus said that you got to follow me and be my disciple that means you got to take those words seriously I don't that means that you shouldn't look at the home groups or visiting life groups being a part of church community, being a part of church body as an optional for you. This is part of what it is to follow Jesus and be Jesus. It's growing. It's growing in, in, in knowledge of Him. Here as in our, here at Hunger Gen, as we're going to exit, uh, uh, when the government allows us, as we're going to exit out of the shutdown and we'll be able to uh, start meeting together, we're going to start having a, uh, a uh, classes called Destiny Training where you will be equipped, where you will be trained, where you will be taught how to be a true disciple of Jesus, where you will be equipped as a disciple of Jesus, where you will grow in your identity, you will grow in the, wallet, uh, in the knowledge of the Word of God. I strongly encourage you when this will roll out that you sign up and you truly commit to be true follower of Jesus. I don't care if you're a businessman and have employees underneath of you. I don't care if you have successful career or if uh, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom or you're a person that, that's running a business or if you're in construction, you are uh, having a side hustle or if, or if you have a, a, a career going, whatever it is. First and foremost, we are disciples of Jesus Christ and we have to be intentional about it. But what I want to challenge myself and you included to go even further to go in deeper we're talking about vision to set a vision for your life to become more like Jesus what does that look like being more like Jesus meaning being a disciple maker being a disciple maker Jesus he walked on his life he had a purpose he had a calling his calling his purpose was to die for the mankind is to redeem the mankind is to break the curse of sin over our lives is to reconcile us with the father but along this life as he was going to fulfill his purpose Jesus he found a group of men that he brought alongside and he lived that life with them he brought them alongside everywhere he went. He walked with them. He ate with them. He went to different places with them. He went to the weddings with them. He did all these things with them together. And while he was doing life with them, he was coaching them, teaching them, teaching them how to pray. Being an example of how to fast, how to hear the voice of God, how to heal, how to cast out demons how to preach the gospel then he empowered them and sent them out and he coached them all the way up through his last moments he prayed for them he committed them to, to the, into the hands of the father and so that's how Jesus demonstrated the life that we should live and the vision that we should embrace is to share our faith is to be a disciple of Jesus Christ to grow in our identity and the knowledge of God and a goal to, to we should set the goal to be a disciple maker what would that look like is eventually 
starting a home group, starting a, a, a group where you'll be able to coach men, young men, young women, men, women, uh, where you can kind of live a life alongside of them, build meaningful relationship with them, surround themselves and just share your life as somebody else shared it with you. Share your life with them, pray for them and, and, and encourage them and build their life. In this, I believe you will find meaning and purpose in your life. In this, I believe that when you embrace this vision, this master key vision for your life, being a disciple maker, being a disciple of Jesus, being a person that shares the faith, will unlock true destiny, calling and gifting that God has placed in you. It will set you on path to great life. Jesus with his disciples at one moment his disciples come come to him and said Jesus we have given all to your vision we have given all to follow you we have given all to be your disciples we left our families our houses our homes we abandoned everything to follow you what will we have in return what gain do we have from, from, from sacrificing our entire life? What gain do we have from embracing this master vision for your life? And Jesus responded and he said that in this life you will have more family, you will have more homes, more land, more of everything but much more in the life to come. I want you to understand that embracing as a Christian, as a true believer, embracing this master vision this master key vision that Jesus had has for you and me will unlock other areas in your life will help you to discover your true calling and potential how you will fulfill that vision will unlock the satisfaction in your life that when you come back home and you lay your head on a pillow at the end of the long day you will fall asleep with a smile on your face and peace in your heart and satisfaction that no money, no business, no fame, nothing can give you in this life. And you just said when you embrace this, all the other things will be added to you, will be given to you much more in this life. But most importantly, how much more in the eternal life. But by embracing this master key vision, not only we're building this life and we're helping to unlock our individual vision for our business, for our career, for our, for our calling, for our, uh, for our family here in this life. But the life where we'll spend eternity, the life that matters more than this life will be secured because we will be transferring our wealth. We will be transferring our, our, our rewards into heaven where the Bible says wrath and moth cannot destroy it and thieves cannot steal it. Where we will be eternity, where we, where we will spend eternity with God and, and, and where we will enjoy those benefits much more than we're here on earth. Bartimaeus, he was blind. He was without vision. I like the story of Bartimaeus if uh, if you guys can come up to the I don't know if you can come to the stage what I like the story about Bartimaeus is that he could have asked for alms he could have asked for some some some, some donations he would ask for money 
He could have asked for many different things from Jesus because he knew about Jesus. He knew his reputation. That I believe that he believed that he was a Messiah, that he was God. He couldn't do anything. And instead of just uh, asking for some, for alms or giving, he chose to ask for sight and vision. He chose to ask for the main thing. Because he understood that if I get my sight, if I get my vision, everything else in life will fall into place. If I embrace what Jesus has for me, because I want you to notice that after he received his sight, he followed Jesus. He became a disciple of Jesus. That's what the Bible says. That everything in his life, I believe, came into place. Then he, he could have a job. He could have a successful family. He could provide for his family. He could pursue his goal, his vision, his career. But it first started at receiving vision, receiving sight. And I believe that Jesus is offering you sight today. Jesus is passing by. He wants to give you purpose and meaning. He wants to help you to become his disciple. And he wants to help you to be a disciple maker. I remember one time there was this guy that came to church he got saved it was some years back well maybe six seven years ago his name was Dominic and God touched his life set him free from uh, some addictions and as I was meeting with him he was in my home group meeting with him uh, talking with him teaching him from the Bible teaching him how to read the Bible teaching him how to pray encourage him to get closer to Jesus and one time as we were talking he was explaining the the difficulty that he has because uh, he came here on a student visa and because he was a student visa he couldn't work so he had to take jobs that were very difficult and uh, far away from the city so he could pay his rent and survive and it was very difficult and uh, he mentioned that he applied to get his paper so he could work get a permit for work uh, and uh, a few days before our meeting that uh, he called into the agency to ask on the process and where his paperwork at they confirmed that they received his paperwork but it's go it was going to take a couple of years before he goes through the entire process he that he can get a green card and he would be able to work legally and provide for himself and so as he was sharing this i asked him do you believe that god can do a miracle in your life he said i i, I don't know what do you mean i said let's pray that God will bring um, papers into your life much sooner than you expect so that you can have an ability to actually work legally and, and pursue the job and the career that you want and so we prayed for him it was a short sweet to the point prayer nothing major I dropped him off and then two days later uh, after youth service it was about 12 30 at night I was already asleep I get a phone call and so I see that Dominic is calling me so I, I knew that he worked outside of the city and sometimes he wouldn't have a ride and so I picked up the phone thinking maybe he needs a ride be picked up to be brought home and I hear him screaming hysterically on, 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 on the phone and I'm, I'm thinking maybe he's in trouble maybe something happened I don't understand what he's trying to say so finally he came down and I say bro what's happening what's going on in your life tell me are you in trouble do you need help he said no no he's like you don't understand I just came home I after you service I opened the mail that I had I, I opened the envelope and I have my green card I got my papers I legally can work now I said why are you serious you just mean that two days ago or three days ago you told me that it will take a few years he's like yeah that's 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 what I thought but 
I believe the prayer that we prayed, it worked. I have my green card. I'm looking at it. I can legally work now. And so it was a, such an amazing, amazing encouragement to me. It's such a, such an amazing miracle that I saw. It was literally supernatural. It was super. I believe it was supernatural. And I, I, you know, it boosted my faith. His faith was strengthened. But that's what happens when we answer the call of Jesus to make disciples, to answer the call to his master key plan, master key vision, we will see supernatural in our life. We'll see God move in the ways that we never thought that he could move. And not only that, we will have faith to believe for our own things, for our own miracles, for our own life, for our own vision uh, that, that has to do with, with our business, with our finances, getting out of debt, getting married, getting marriage restored, family restored and all the other things. And so I believe that when we answer the call of Jesus, we will see great things in our life. It takes faith to receive the vision. Bible said, Jesus said that, be, that because of your faith, he said to Bartimaeus, that you receive sight. So it will take faith to act on the words of Jesus, on the call of Jesus. It will take faith for you to believe his words and, and step by step, whether you feel it or not, begin to go through the process of sharing your faith, being a disciple and becoming a disciple maker. I want to address this quick thing before we close this. For some reason, men in church struggle with this more than women. And it's supported by the scripture. We see in the gospel there was four times that Jesus healed blind men. We don't see anywhere where it talks about blind women. And I believe that for some, for some reason women have an easier time obeying this command and, and talking to people, sharing their faith and, and encouraging others and get, being involved in a group, being involved in a community, in a home group and eventually being a disciple maker. I don't know, maybe it's because they like to talk a lot and communication and, and kind of community fell, falls a little easier for them, for men. You know, sometimes we, we, we don't talk so much. We're a little reserved about feelings. It's, sometimes it gets, takes longer to connect with people. I don't know what's the reason. Reason. but in the Gospels I see clearly that men struggled with blindness men struggled with vision with sight and so I want to talk to every man every person every man that's that's just listening to me right now especially in our church the command of Jesus the great commission of Jesus is not only for women it's not only for our wives it's for us as men and we need to lead the charge and we need to embrace this vision first and foremost we need to rise up to the occasion and we need to be true Christians that God called us to be. I know you might be running a business, you might be trying to provide for your family and say I'm busy, I don't have time for going to the home groups, I don't have time to be part of a fellowship of a group, I don't have time to, to, to uh, go to the classes the church provides to grow as a disciple, I don't have time to, to pursue and have my own home, home group. But this is the lie of the enemy. The real issue is that you don't have sight you're blind and you're sitting on the, on the side of the road life is passing you by and you're like a, 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 a you're like a part of this team of this Christianity but you're not on a field playing you sit in the pit or if you if you get up on a, 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 a 
playing a field you're on a you're you are at the home base trying to uh trying to swing but you're missing it you're trying to pursue your own agendas your own goals your own vision but you are not embracing the vision of Jesus which is to be a disciple and to be become eventually a disciple maker and you're striking out and the goal of Satan is to strike you out and take you out of the game and put you back in a pit be a bench warmer I challenge you and I encourage you especially men do not let life do not let the devil to strike you out and take you out of the game out of the game of great commission out of the game of great vision master vision that Jesus has for you embrace the vision of God for your life which is to be a disciple of Jesus to go through a process of discipleship to grow in your identity and knowing Jesus more and to become a disciple maker meaning bringing people along with you and teaching them as you're being taught Apostle Paul says to Timothy clearly that as I teach you find other men that you can teach that are capable of teaching other men and so forth that's the way we share the gospel that's the way we spread the kingdom of God that's the way we embrace the master key plan of evangelism you know this that the person who wins 10,000 people every month to Jesus it will take him 60,000 years to win the whole world to Jesus at the current population but if each and one of us commit to winning and discipling two people a month and teach those two people to do the same we can win the entire world in 30 months just 30 months listen people listen church listen men and, and, and women if you answer the call to follow Jesus listen to this this life is short it will pass by it will everything we work for we will leave it six feet under you will not take your business you will not take your money you will not take your influence you will not take your children your wife you will stand before God alone and you will answer for your life and you will have to answer to God about the master plan of, of uh, this master plan that he had for your life this master key vision did you answer the great the call to a great commission and today I want to challenge you every person being a businessman be a stay-at-home mom be somebody who is a teenager and going through school college whoever you are I challenge you I implore you get a vision for your life get Jesus's vision for your life and I promise you he will help you to discover yours and in the process you will be satisfied you will be fulfilled you will have purpose life you will not be sitting on the roadside and watch life pass by you watch other people move forward watch other people hear other people succeed and you just wondering what am I created for what am I here for embrace Jesus's vision for your life and in the process you will change the world so with this being said as we're gonna go into worship right now I want you to ask God to help you see Jesus is here right now he's offering a vision but it has to be your faith it has to be your desire your commitment Jesus I want to see I want to see what you have in store for me I want to answer your call in the mighty name of Jesus hey guys I hope you enjoyed this week's message if you like what you've heard, you can find more of this great content on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and even Pinterest. 
In other words, we would love to connect with you for the latest and greatest info on all conferences and internships. Remember, better is not good enough. The best is yet to come.